when you know what God wants, then you are empowered to pray it, right? So whenever you've got to, you've got to hear God in order to pray. And, you know, if I go in there and just say, well, here's my list. That's why I really don't like prayer requests, you know, like, well, you know, Aunt Sally's sick and <laughs> right, yeah. so, Jane's yeah. going to the doctor. You know, your typical church prayer meeting is less faith, you know, more problems, less encouraging, you know, than than uh, normal life. So you don't want to just pray what is on your heart. You really need to hear what's on God's heart. Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you. You can do the same. Let's get rolling. This week on the Kindling Fire podcast, I have one of my um, dearest friends, um, Robert Lee. Thanks for coming on, Robert. Sure, Brian. Sure. Uh, Robert is uh, located out of Greenville, North Carolina, and he is currently the head of school for Christ Covenant School. Uh, They have uh, campuses in Greenville or Winterville, um, North Carolina. And they go through junior kindergarten all the way through senior high. And uh, Robert also was the former director of Building Hope, which was an inner city ministry in Greenville, North Carolina as well. Um, He was involved in the one in Durham, North Carolina. So, Robert, it's... uh, it's it's awesome to have you, man, and it's it's like it's like, it's like a great excuse for us to get to talk and hang out. <laughs> yeah, we normally we normally grab coffee at Starbucks or you know once every ten years, <laughs> something like that. Uh, sporadic, so good. So uh, so Robert, tell us a little bit more about um, just other things, um, you know, family and and other details about yourself. Yeah, well, uh, the other thing I think you and I share is we both kind of cut our teeth on uh, Y-Wing. So my wife and I spent about eight years in a youth with a mission and kind of got a taste for doing missions. And kind of Y-Wing has this phenomenal way to teach people to pray. So, you know, whenever I think about what I'm doing now, I kind of look back to them and think about that old intercessory prayer model and, and uh, people. So you were in YWAM too, right? Well, technically. This ne- is like 20 years ago. Yeah, so technically I never was in That's YWAM, right. but what I did That's is right. I I traveled from YWAM base to YWAM base as a okay. non, and I would show up and sure. I would say, um, I'll do anything you need me to do if you, you'll feed me and uh, let me yeah. sleep here. <laughs> hey, let me in. Hey, um, <laughs> so, you were all over. Yeah, uh, yeah I was in uh, Brisbane and Lausanne and Amsterdam and, and, uh, and, uh, and, yeah. and England. 
And so I, I just love uh, that ministry. They've just proven themselves yes. over over so many years of being faithful and being mm-hmm. uh, people that want to hear God and uh, the fruit exactly. shows. And so my son, actually, we just talked to him today, and he, he's serving with uh, Youth with the Mission uh, e- even as we record down down in Cape Town, South, wow. South Africa. Wow, that's amazing! Your son and your daughter too. Yeah, my daughter. My daughter did a a fire and fragrance DTS, um, huh. and uh, and so she is now in a Christian college down in Florida. Uh, but she uh, ended up going to Cuba and Dominican Republic, and I just couldn't be happier. God is faithful. Wow. That's awesome. I have a, a daughter. She's a senior now. I kind of want to twist her arm. Wham! <laughs> I don't know how to, to do that in a good way, but uh, it's a great organization. Yeah, so, it really. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I was thinking about them now while we were talking about. Uh, I mean, I really went there to learn how to hear God. You know. Yeah. It's kind of there kind of their big thing and I'll never forget the guy who taught me this it's kind of how I learned to pray but uh, there was a guy he he ran my DTS his name was Jerry and uh, Jerry Solis would always take us to his house feed us cookies and coffee and I'd say Jerry I just want to hear God man I just I need to hear God I don't think he speaks to me I don't know how to hear him and uh I'll never forget, he took me on his back porch out of this trailer in Arkansas, and we prayed, and uh, he just said, pray, and pray, and listen, and and see what God says, and we were out there, and I prayed, and I just, I didn't really get anything except Psalm 29, 4, or something, you know, just some random verse, you know, so I was like, well, maybe I got something. And I opened my Bible to that verse. It was Psalm 29, and and the whole world, the whole chapter is uh, the voice of the Lord is powerful. You know, the voice <laughs> of the Lord is over many waters. You know, the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth, and and uh, I mean that kind of marked me. I said, "Hey, man, God speaks, and uh, what He says matters." and if we can hear him, we can do whatever he says. So mm. that was way back when, man. You know, like that's twenty some years ago. That is, that's the. I love that story. That is <laughs> cool. So how many, how many kids you got, Robert? Uh, uh, we have five. Two are in college now. Elizabeth and Elijah, and uh, three go to school with me, which is super cool because I get to see them every day at my work and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so uh, when uh, so we when we uh, ended up going ended up going to church together, and I think we um, Kathy and I were just coming off of being youth pastors, and and you guys, I think, were just coming off of YWAM or or soon before that. Yeah. And 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 so we got to connect pretty uh, pretty well as families. Golly, man, that was. 17 years ago. <laughs> 99, 98, 99. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and, but the thing, the, 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 and we would have dinners and it would be fun. But I tell you what, the, the area that we started to um, really connect our hearts together was there was um, 
at our church, there was a, a, a prayer room that had a big world map on it. Yeah, yeah, and and, uh, and it was near where I worked, and I th- and I think you were with Building Hope at the time, and I think we would go at lunchtime, and there was another guy. It was just you, me, and this other guy named Doctor Skip, who was a doctor of some something. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and, and we would go and just listen for God and and intercede and pray for the nations and pray for our families at lunch. Yeah, yeah, three guys, you know, sometimes four, you know, just get together. And uh, something about that is really nice. You know, you can pray by yourself and kind of have your own little quiet time, but if you get a group of people who kind of want to go after God, it, it uh, spurs you on, you know. Yeah. So. Those are those are very very precious times to me. I, I just remember meeting God at those lunch hours week after week after week, um, and just ex- getting an expanded heart for God's heart for for a bunch of stuff, you know, including the nations. But just just the I learned so much uh, and became a better prayer prayer because of it. Yeah, I've thought about places that I've gone, and whenever I think about where I go, I think about who I prayed with, because it's kind of been a pattern, or I don't know, I think we did some kind of study or or men's fraternity, but one of the things they did is they had to set a goal, you know, and one of my Goals, it might have come later, but it was whatever city I go to to find some men who I can pray with. And, uh, you know, for that time in Durham, it was you and and, uh, and Skip, and we had that big world room. It was real easy, you know. We had a big room. We could walk around. We could get loud. And then, our, and then when I went to Boston, we worked with uh, Pastor Wayne Mitchell and... But I remember when I went there, they prayed so quietly, and they all sat in chairs, and you know, it was like, "Come on, we gotta, we gotta kind of get this going." You know? So you know, by the by the end of a couple of years, we had sort of, you know, developed a pattern. But to me, when you go to a city, you know, you need to find people who, because in every city they're going to be there, but somebody is uh, contending for that city. And, you know, you just kind of, I've been blessed to uh, have people, you know. That's probably why I've been in Greenville so long. I think a week after I got here, we got in a group of guys, and Friday morning we prayed for 10 years. And uh, you just can't replace that. It's uh, it's kind of becomes your bread and butter, you know, your daily bread. Like, man, when are we going to go pray? So having guys to pray with has been crucial. The thing that I remember yeah. about um, when we were in that prayer room was there was, there was, some, there was yelling and pacing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, a lot of scripture. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> well, I mean, because and I, I and I say that because um, you know, prayer in people's minds can just look like so many different things, and it can look very sort of um, you know just very subdued and very quiet and very mental. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I found that when when we were together, 
I, the way that I've described it to people is, um, you know, I've never been in the Army, Marines, Air Force, or, or um, Navy. But, and so I've never been in a war setting where I really had to fight. And the only time that, yeah. that seems to really activate that muscle in my life um, uh, is in prayer. It's like Jeez. I feel Jeez. more intense and yeah. almost like a warrior when I'm praying um, to, 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 beho- to, to kind of take hold of things that, that God yeah. has promised. Yes. Um, and, and that's, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's like I get to exercise that muscle when I pray. It's good. It's like a battle. I mean, yeah, spiritual warfare battle, and yeah, that's why I think it's so uh, neglected and discouraged and distracted by the devil. Because I mean, when you get to battle ground and prayer, then you're taking land. You know, you take a territory. You're uh, praying down the kingdom of heaven. You know, he hates that. And the devil absolutely wants you to be, you know, weak and, and uh, you know, uh, condemned and quiet. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and womanly in your prayers because he doesn't want to do battle with men and women of God who are, you know, militant. And it's hard to maintain that, but, but I, I do think... You know, it's a battle, and uh, you know, I think half of the battle is just getting to prayer. You know, just showing up. You know, getting out of bed and and just you know making the time. And again, that's where I feel like if you're going to be successful in this, you've got to have sort of a sort of a regimen, or you know, like you said, a group of people, or you know. Um, a uh, set time and place, and and you got to make it happen because because that's getting getting to the battle. So, mm. uh, you know, what are some of the distractions that keep us from praying? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm busy. Right, I'm sleepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Uh, is sometimes the last thing we thought, but that's kind of where I feel like, you know, if I can keep prayer at the forefront, or at least, you know, prayer is the main duty of my job, then then things will happen. But whenever I, whenever I get distracted, I just kind of lose effectiveness. So, you know, the things. Uh, one of the things that you highlighted earlier was, you know, when you go into a city, find the men or women, or uh, the men, I would say, for guys and women for women yeah. Yeah. Uh, of prayer. Is yeah. it really creates a powerful spiritual um, connection to uh, to your brothers? It's good. Um, it's good. I've because I think back of times that I have. Um, you know, really sought prayer in earnest, and it's usually been in community, and it's been scheduled. Yes. And and it was just sort of a show up, and I have enough faith to show up, and yeah. Um, yeah. and then just see what happens. Like there was a time. Uh, so I'll give one example, and you pulled me into mm. this, and it was it was so fun. So this was yeah. when you were up in Boston, and uh-huh. you found some men men of prayer. 
And they said, you know what, we're going to, what time, it was like 7 a.m. every morning on a phone call. Yeah. Men yes. all up and down the East Coast. And, and honestly, I think they're, most of the guys, it was mostly African-Americans and us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and those were some fiery times, man. And it was like 30 minutes a morning. Yeah, you know, all you had to do was show up, you know. You're kind of half asleep, dialing in the number, <laughs> you know, and you punch in the code on the conference call, and, you know, here these guys are. And uh, they called it the power movement. So mm. this guy said, you know, men, and I don't know if this is just guys. I mean, I know girls, same thing, you know, they get together, but they talk a lot, they fellowship, and, but, uh, you know, men sort of need to be provoked to, to anger, to, to uh, you know, to righteousness. And these guys wanted to just get on there and share a word. And, Troy, I called them like, two, uh, like a month ago, and they're still going. They're, they're, they've been going like 10 or 12 years every morning at 6 o'clock, 6.30, have a word and pray and then just get that dose of power. I mean, literally, power. Wow. I mean, it gets them through the day. So that is that is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about. Here's what excites me. So many prayer movements have happened in the past ten, fifteen years of that are still sustaining and. You know, still going. So we're living in this season of, you know, IHOP. Everybody knows about that, and they've been going forever. And then you have guys like on the power movement getting up in the morning at 6 o'clock and, and uh, just this group of people who've been going nonstop. Friday morning, we've been going for 10 years. Uh, we had a group. For a while, there was a season where guys would get up every morning at 5.30 in the morning and go and sit in this place called The Hole. <laughs> it, was like a, it was called The Hole here in Greenville, and it was a basement that somebody had kind of a wood shop that they had put a couple couches in, and they'd put a cup of coffee on there in the morning, and at 5.30 every morning for like, Three years, six, eight guys would come down there and coffee, prayer, and just God's power and presence. And it kept us so connected, like you said, to one another, right, to God. And, I mean, that was like, you know, just the sustaining momentum for these men. And then when it ends, you're kind of like, gosh, where do I go now, right? <laughs> what, what do you do when you get out of that movement? And, yeah. You know, how many men are, you know, alone or, you know, don't know why. I think about that. If I didn't have a group of guys to go to to say, hey, you know, I need to, or, you know, I'm struggling. I mean, how many men are isolated? That's yeah, so many in, men. Yeah. So many men. Yeah. I, uh, wow. Uh, I'm just thinking about there was a time when, when it was, um, 
uh, we started a prayer movement. I was in seminary, and and some of us that were on fire, and and we did like it was a scripture in Leviticus about being your mercies are new every morning, or and we called yeah. it new every morning. And I think we would get up at five or five thirty, <laughs> and we did it like five days a week, and and it was it was a little exhausting, but it was miraculous and it and uh and you know that was just a, a short season of my life and then i've been in and out of these you know and even just talking to you i'm just like you know man it has been a long long time yes. since yes. i've actually been in a community that prays on a regular basis um you know, just in a, you know, I'm in a, a bit of a community now that will yeah, really go yeah. after it, but, but still it's sort of like, it's not the main thing of why we're getting together. It's, it's some other stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So. Consistency and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, how God calls us to pray together. Mm. It's kind of where I want to put that out because we sort of got into this American me and Jesus you know my quiet time and I'm I'm the worst to this you know I want to get up in the morning I don't want people bothering me I don't want to <laughs> I, I just want my Bible and my coffee and Jesus right yeah but uh, but when you're in a group of two or three um it's almost a, um an exponential presence and God I think calls us you know if you read the the uh, the apostles when they go to pray it's two or three you know the hour prayer they go every day to the temple of the hour prayer and uh, they go together to see God and it's different you know what I mean you sort of it's like you hobble through on your own but when you see God together you're you're, you know, encouraging one another. It's just a different level. I really believe that. You know, the thing that uh, reminds me of the scripture says, when you come together, some of you may have, you know, uh, and, yeah. and I, I yeah. don't know the scripture well, but you come together, some of you may have a teaching or encouragement or prophecy yeah. or this. Yeah. And, and yeah. I've experienced uh, in these kind of prayer uh, you know, I don't know what to call them, meetings or whatever, that people, yeah. it's like everybody has a little bit of something. They might have a scripture that says, I'm really feeling mm. like we need to understand this. There might be a teaching kind of thing. Or yeah. there may be yeah. more of a, I'm, it's almost like I'm dialing into a radio and tuning into the heart of God about this particular area and we really need to go after uh, uh, warfare yeah. or mercy uh, or, or the revelation of love or whatever it uh, is. And it becomes yeah. like missional. Like we are, a, we are participating actively with the Spirit of God and with God Himself in His agenda. Uh, yeah, yeah. Praying His will, praying His kingdom. I mean, nothing happens without it. I don't think anything happens without somebody praying first that it would, or at least proclaiming, you know, there's... YWAM is big on this. So they would talk about how God moves according to our prayers, and and you know he he's called us to agree with him to see things happen on the earth. And and again, I think that's partly where that militant spirit gets in there, where you say, 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna see what God wants to do, and then we're gonna proclaim it, and we're gonna whatever we touch happens. And I mean, mm. when you get away from that, I find I get very lonely and stale, and and uh, um, me centered. You know, how's how's my career going, and you know, how's my family, and you know. <laughs> Whatever I got to do at work today, right? Yeah. And you're not really kingdom focused. Something about a group of two or three, I think your focus has to be on the kingdom and others, whereas not just what I need. Yeah, that that's a good, that's very, it's like that will just start to get woven into your character. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's very, that's a, that's a good insight. Can you so there's this wonderful scripture there's tons of them but one of them that says okay. that the the prayer of a righteous man availeth much uh-huh. and yeah. uh, and um, and then you've got scriptures about the prayer of faith can you can you kind of maybe explain a little bit about the difference between sort of praying and praying in faith good good yeah yeah, and I'll just kind of tell you where it happens for me, because because again, I sort of go back to that that porch on the back of the you know trailer in Arkansas. <laughs> when, when you when you know what God wants, then you are empowered to pray it, right? So whenever you've got to you've got to hear God in order to pray. And, you know, if I go in there and just say, well, here's my list. That's why I really don't like prayer requests, you know, like, well, you know, and Sally's sick and <laughs> right. Like, yeah. So James going to the doctor, you know, your typical church prayer meeting is less faith, you know, more problems, less encouraging, you know, than, than uh, normal life. So you don't want to just pray what is on your heart. You really need to hear what's on God's heart. Hey guys, I want to take a minute just to say thank you. Uh, you guys have been so encouraging in uh, reaching out to me personally or through the blog or through other comments about how much you guys have been inspired and encouraged by the Kindling Fire. Uh, I want to ask if you would go to iTunes and rate this podcast and do a quick review there. Because we're just getting started, uh, that would be such a help to us. So if you'd go to iTunes, give us a little love there. Uh, that would be so cool. Thanks, guys. And that's kind of where I think the prayer of faith comes in and they mm. you sort of wait on a listen and uh, I mean God will just kind of put something on my heart like and it'll not be verbatim but you know pray for pray for the missionaries in Africa okay God we pray for the missionaries in Africa <laughs> you know you just repeat <laughs> what he says and particularly when you're learning to I think pray the Bible and the Word. You've got a you've got a handbook, and the more Word you get in you, the more prayers you will have. And and I think God's desire is to hear His Word prayed to Him. And for me, that's when really a prayer of faith is enacted. That you you know you're not just you know shooting spitballs but you're you're kind of on target so 
again, it's kind of that militant mm-hmm. view that God wants to do something in this situation. And if he's sharing that, I mean, what a great huh, um, relationship with God, you know, to hear what he wants to do mm-hmm. or to get a sense of how he wants you to pray. And then you just repeat that so you're really not doing anything. You're just saying what he says, say, and uh, to me, those are the best prayers, because you just, you know God is behind it, and you're just sort of partnering with him in the effort. So there has been times when we've gone into prayer, and instead of it being like, I need this, we need to do this, we need to pray about this, it's just like, does anybody ask what God wants us to be praying about? (laughs) You know, like, what is is his agenda? What would he like to see? Uh, and yeah, so, yeah. you know, being able to go into a prayer meeting saying, Lord, we are making time for you Here we are. to, to yes. partner with you to advance your kingdom, how you want to advance. Lord, we are here. We're willing. What what would you have us to pursue? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and that's yes. easy. I mean, it's it's just sort of like one of those like take a pause. Don't you know, storm in the wrong direction, exactly. you know, just yeah. there may be something that he, that's, that God particularly wants some focus on. Yeah. You know? So the other, the other thing that you highlighted is scripture. And, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in the time that I have been the boldest has been when I, when I get a hold of a scripture, that's like a promise in the Bible. Um, and then it's like, I can just like, I can put, um, like all my, you know, blood, sweat and tears and faith behind that scripture. And, and one of the, so I think it was Oswald Chambers. Um, I was reading a devotion one time and I'm not sure if this was the scripture, but if, if not, it it was very similar to this and, and I don't have the reference, but I've prayed it so many times and it says the children of the righteous will be mighty in the land. All right, mm. so it's like a mm. statement. And so yeah. basically if I'm saying, okay, you know, based on the the teaching of the scriptures, I am righteous. I'm righteous because of the blood of Jesus. Exactly. So, so when yeah. there are promises about the righteous, they're mine. I can yes. take hold of yeah. that. So then I start to intercede that scripture. I said, okay, well, my children are going to be mighty in the land. They're going to be mighty in every wow. single aspect of their life. And I'm wow. going to pray that um, in faith, with strength. And, and I've prayed that prayer so many times. The prayer I learned from you was, um, I want to say it's uh, in Psalm 91, no disaster will come near my tent. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, I, like, I've been with you, and you've gotten a hold of that verse and be like, it is not coming, you know, disease, sickness, <laughs> you know, yeah, and you'll just go after it, you know, and it's yeah. just sort of like, there is no disaster going to come near my near my kids, my wife, my marriage, my, and you just start going after it, saying, and yeah. And I think God loves that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's surprising, you know, because we want to come humbly. You know, I get it. We want to be religious and proper. You know, all that's true. But, you know, in the Bible, you've got Jacob wrestling with God. I mean, this has got to be one of the best pictures of prayer, you know, of him just getting a hold of the angel and saying, you know, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me, you know. 
and God and the angel are like, you know, well, you know, let me go. I got, you know, and Jesus does that. He, you know, he sort of, he, he pretends to pass by and, you know, it's the effective fervent prayer that, that, uh, I don't know if it gets his attention or if it gets our attention, you know, where we know what we really want or if it just makes us who we're called to be. But, but when you've been around people who pray boldly, I think it does give you this uh, confidence that it's okay to, you know, place a demand on heaven. Saying, Lord, we want this to be done because you said, I love it, you know, you said this and we're just here, you know, claiming and enforcing what you said on the earth. And, uh, you know, I think heaven honors that um, and and it's a blessing. But but you sort of need to be around people who do that and and. It, yeah, encourage each other. I've been in a lot of yeah. I mean, it's like I'm just inundated with the idea of the persistent widow. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. like you yeah. know, I just just would not let it go. And then she yeah. she was given what she was requesting it. And I've been in settings where it's so it's so um, it's sort of like um, um, throwing <laughs> up prayers of hope. But yeah. not faith. They're hope. Maybe. You know, Maybe. it's just like a Lord. Yeah. I, I hope that yeah. you know. I beseech you that it might be in your best interest, Maybe or, it's or you in might. Your will. Like, I'm not so sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So we're gonna we're gonna just kind of throw it out there, and we're gonna say, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then I've been in places where I mean, people are almost. It's almost like. It's it's yes. a it's yeah. a boldness that I think God honors, and it is rare. You do not yeah, run yeah. across it often, but when you do, they usually are the men they're like or women that are like, Yes, I have testimonies in prayer. And then you uh, hear them pray yeah. and people are like, Well, you're not praying like I normally hear people pray. People are, you know, almost like have the fear of the Lord, like I hate to uh, really, you know, apply yeah. my faith to this because I might be wrong. So I'm just gonna sort of be in this sort of quasi I don't even know how to describe it. But it's certainly not effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double-minded or kind of. I don't know what it is. Not faith. Not faith. But faith. I think. I think the thing. I think the thing that that I guess I'm I'm trying to hone in on it is for for those that are listening is that mm-hmm. there is a type of faith that takes. I'm sorry. There is a type of prayer that mm-hmm. engages faith. It involves mm-hmm. risk. It involves. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe looking like a fool, yeah, um, yeah. but that's the kind of engagement that God is looking for at that level of prayer. And it's and and if it's not that, a lot of times prayer kind of loses its luster because it's like, you know, I, I I throw up my hopeful prayers, nothing seems to happen. It really seems like a waste of time. It yeah, looks like I'm just wasting time. <laughs> yeah, it's not exciting. You know, it's yeah. not exhilarating. Yep. You're not leaving it, you know, pumped up. I mean, yeah. to me, prayer, you know, it's, it's something that should leave you feeling, you know, encouraged and refreshed and blessed, you know. And I do think there's a perseverance there. You know, you've got to at least be willing to give it, you know, 
more than a passing glance. You've got to be willing to to uh, press it in a little bit. And I, I don't know, maybe it's because we're all, all grace and, and not by me, not by might, not by power. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think God wants us to have some skin in the game, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I'm willing to get out on a limb and invest in this because if you're going to do a mighty act, I want to at least have felt like I took part in it, you know, not that we do anything, but... He's looking, you know, his eyes are looking for people to agree with him on something. And and I would say get around people that are fiery in prayer. Yeah. It will rub off on you. It just does. You're like, man. They're praying like that. I don't even come close to praying like that. And then you'll start to find them, you know, inching out, you know, kind of sort of making a bold statement. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. You know and, and, and starting to pray like those that are that are you know kind of seeing fulfillment you know God's God's answers. Yeah, but here's my question. You know, I can sort of do that on a guys' night out or Friday morning, or, but it's hard to be bold in your own house or marriage. Do you do you sense that? Or oh do you yeah. Feel like a lot of men are hesitant. To lead their house in there? Yeah, I I would, I, yes. I mean, the times, what I'm describing has usually been in in settings with guys um, uh, of being very intense. But I have, there's been, there there has been like little spots here and there um, where, um, you know, it's gotten very uh, that way in prayer. Like one time, yeah. I, I remember this story where my, my children were young. It was my older two, and they were like, you know, in elementary okay. school. And, uh, and they were having these sort of um, what, I, what I perceived to be sort of a demonic attack on my daughter specifically. Okay. She was very yes. frightened. She was going to bed. She was very frightened. And, uh, and it got me upset. I was like, not in my house. And Good. so I, and I got yeah. her up. And I said, you know what? And this, I, this is exactly what I, I, I said. The Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, sour, and a pound, sound mind. And you know what we did? This is a memorable night in the Mangum house here. <laughs> um, I basically got him out of bed, and I said, and I kept repeating. It was almost like I was rapping or rhyming or something, and I just kept saying that scripture over and over. And we were marching God around is the not house, giving us a spirit of fear, but a bug of love. And I was like, "Proclaim it! We, this is true." And we were marching around the house, and I'm telling uh, you what, whatever that, whatever came was there that was causing so much fear, it left. There was a peace of God that rested there, and I was like, "All right," and then it was done, and that was prayer. Now all I was doing was was quoting scripture and marching around the house with my little elementary kids, but I tell you what, I was doing spiritual warfare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For your house, you know, for your what is it, Nehemiah? He says, you know, arise and build for your city and your da 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 and your house and your little ones. And to me, that's you know, that is the hardest arena to battle in, and I think part of it is we're, we're a little bit insecure. We know they know us, you know. Oh, yeah. Kind of, kind of no profit in this hometown, you know. Yeah. It's just yeah. they see your wife knows what kind of man you really are. Yeah. Um, so 
So, you know, if we could get over our, our you know, lack of, uh, of honesty or condemnation, whatever, if a man can rule his own house mm. through prayer and mm. in prayer and lead them in prayer, mm. then to me that's kind of, that's a test. Yeah, I, yeah, and it requires, I would say, more faith. So I do a lot of praying for yes. my, my, my home and my, my children and my wife and my marriage yeah. and all these other yeah. things. But I do that more in my, my time. Um, uh, I don't yeah. necessarily do it yeah. as this public thing with the family. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I'm not saying that's right. It's just kind of how it rolls. And I would say that per the comments you're making, it's just it's going to take another level of faith. I mean, yeah. it, it just yeah. is. I mean, if you're going to, it's one thing to be a fool in one setting, but to be, quote, you know, uh, some of that would be praying by faith, like how you might, or, or making those kind of, with those that know you the best, yeah. that takes more, it just takes more risk, more courage, more bravery, more, uh, but I would encourage anybody that can cross that bridge, cross that bridge. Okay. Because uh, he wants he wants our wife, the wives and the husbands to pray together. I mean, it's just yes. there's, there's no doubt. Yeah. yeah, and I was thinking about that because that scripture Peter talks about, you know, men everywhere lift up holy hands. You know, men can pray together as men. I think we yeah we enjoy that, but then it says, you know, dwell with your wife with understanding. Mm. Then your prayers may not be hindered. <laughs> and that, to me, a lot of faith and uh, power in prayer comes through maintaining your marriage. So it's kind of like a front door, back door, but you got to do the work on the back end and ask God to shore us up. But that gives us a, even more authority. So pray that God would raise up men and women to pray together in their home, you know, praying moms and dads yeah. to surround the family. And that's going to extend a blessing to the children. Hmm. And I will yeah. say that that yeah. is the easier, it just has a practical matter about re- having unity in prayer when it comes yes. to the kids. Yeah. More often than not, um, you can get some unity around that in huh. prayer. Yeah. I, have, I have found that. Uh, that is a, sort of like a that step's not too high for parents, right? If, if you're having yeah. trouble praying with yeah. your spouse, why don't you just try praying for the kids? Because you will pro- <laughs> no, seriously, that's you know, good. Because that's that's one area you're going to say, well, you know, we want we want God's hand and favor and blessing on them. So it's Thanks. it's easier to get rally around as a first mm. step. Good. There's another scripture, and I think I want to say it's in Micah, and it's very much, you know, the Lord's like, uh, I, you know, I am a witness between you and your wife. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it talks about, uh, I'm not going to hear you. And so that's a very, that's a very um, sober scriptures, which is basically the Lord doesn't play. I mean, it's not just, it's not like games if, if, there, if that relationship is not right. Um, the Lord might, I mean, he might be, it's not going to, he's going to shut the door and there's no way to get in. It's just that it's like, we're not playing here. Right. You know, yeah. if, you meet, yeah. if you, there needs to be reconciliation, don't, don't think you're, uh, you know, uh, taking the reins of heaven and pulling them down to earth. If you really need to be just making it right with your wife. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 The wife of your youth. Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. It's power. 
Yeah. Well, so any any kind of last thoughts on um, or suggestions or anything else that you want to share about prayer? Well, no, I'm just encouraged to hear what God's doing with uh, you and your kids, bro. I feel like seeing the next generation, you know, go to fire and fragrant, you know, they're, they're way ahead of us. Oh, yeah. I mean, think of mm. how much more they know about God mm. and, and, mm. and Christian music, and mm. and I mean, this is, it's a good time. I think God is really moving prayer, and what mm. I do, I'll just share this real quick, but on Sundays, I read Jonathan Edwards, and he is constantly referring to prayer as a precursor for a mighty revival of religion, mm. so this is... It's a good season. I mean, I think people are getting it, and despite all the woes in the world, there's a there's a fire in this generation to pray for God's will to be done. So huh. I'm I'm very hopeful that that God's gonna gonna answer all of these prayers and soon. So. Huh. God bless your children and what yeah. they're doing, and pray for mine. And, yeah, and, amen. Uh, and it's a good thing. It's awesome. So, you know, I, I tell you, the thing that is so true is that, um, you know, God, I, I've said in, in years past that, you know, God is looking for a man to start a legacy with, mm. and which is, a gen, you know, things that happen through generations, not just in one lifetime. Yeah, and yeah. and um, and I believe that whoever that man is, or whoever desires to have that to be their testimony, they'll be a man who who has worked to come to uh-huh. a place that they know how to pray. Yeah, and, and yeah. truly obtain the hand yes. of God uh, in their home and, and in the generations that follow. And, and I. And I believe I really believe that there there is such. It's not a. I think the thing that. <laughs> That I really wanted to come across is we're not talking about some sort of passive waste of time, wide yeah. bother crap. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is this is where the action is. Yeah, yeah. This Fair. is this is seriously where this these are like the frontline kind of things, and that you get to see in yeah. The, yeah. in the secret place, and then you get to see in reality, and you say God did it. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I, I will give one testimony that I I was I. Just in recalling, um, and it's again, it's a scriptural pronounce. It's like pronouncing the truth of scripture. I yes. was, I was, and I was at a meeting where the Lord brought me to a scripture, and I had had a heart for my kids, and um, and there was a scripture that says, "I will." It's in Zechariah nine, and it says, "I will rouse your sons mm-hmm. uh, uh, to to follow mm-hmm. me," and at the time. Uh, you know, I was concerned about some of my kids and 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 kind of where they might be going or whatever. And the Lord was like through Scripture giving me this promise: I, God, yeah. will rouse your sons. So fast forward, you know, eight nine months later, I'm just kind of pinching myself, like going, "Wow, look at what has happened." With yeah. my kids, and particularly with uh, with my oldest son, uh, and that's kind of where a lot of the, that prayer was. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, "Look up rouse," and I looked it up, and mm-hmm. you know it has a lot of synonyms, but one of the synonyms of rouse is awaken, and mm-hmm. and he ended up going to the awaken 
discipleship training school at Youth with a Mission, and the Lord basically said, see? <laughs> he didn't. Exactly. And when I and when I when I saw that scripture and I felt like it was from the Lord, I prayed it in faith, yes, and I came in yeah. agreement. And so yes. much of prayer is coming in agreement yes. with what the active, powerful, engaged, wants more for you than you even realize. God, yeah. so much of prayer is coming in agreement with what He already is actively wanting to get done. His voice, his voice creates things, and we just mm. agree and echo and, mm. you know, and just hear it and shout it and pray it and yeah. believe it, and it happens. And yeah. it's a great word. When you get a word like that, you want to hold on to it and pray it and watch God do it. So. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, I, I think it would be great to end in prayer. Okay. <laughs> and we could just pray as as the Lord leads, and and uh, how about how about you kind of kick us off, and and I'll just kind of close us up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lord. Well, Lord. Yeah. We are. Thank you, Lord. We do love you, Jesus, and we love coming to you, and and we do pray, Lord, uh, for your will and your word, and uh, Lord, I just think of the promise you gave Abraham that in him. All of the families of the earth would be blessed. And, uh, Lord, that's our prayer for, for, you know, our families, Troy, Kathy, and uh, their children, and uh, for my family, God, and uh, just all of the families of the earth would yes, be blessed, Lord, Lord with, uh, with your will. And, and just as Abraham believed you, and and it counted for righteousness and the lord we receive the blessing that abraham god and and jesus secured that uh, that he would bless our families lord and make them praying families help our children to learn how to pray help us to model that not to be shy or or reserved but to be confident that you've called us to be heads of our homes. I pray that for every man hearing that you would empower them, God, to be the priest of their home, to pray and intercede for their family, and to see your will happen in their life in Jesus' name. Lord God, I thank you for your word, and I wish I knew where it was, but it's, I think it's in Proverbs, and it says, the righteous are as bold as the lion. Yes, God, God, that is the characteristic of mm-hmm. who we are. God, if we follow you, you've given us your entire righteousness through the blood of Jesus, and we by nature are bold as lions. God, I ask in Jesus' name for every listener that they would touch the boldness of Jesus that is so fierce and so filled with faith that wants to see the kingdom of God come into this world and make a dramatic impact yes. on our in our personal lives and our families' lives and our work and every area mm. of our life. God, mm. I pray in Jesus' name that you will give scriptures um, to the mm. listeners that they can stand on and start to believe that these things will come true and they will apply their faith to it. Lord, thank you for the faithfulness of Robert who really did just 
suck me into this whole love of interceding and praying scripture and 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 just believing for great things god i ask in jesus name you'll bless all he puts his hands to and uh and lord i thank you god for the privilege we have of 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 being near you partnering with you and seeing uh you do amazing things lord the word says the kingdom of god is advancing and, 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 and violent men will take hold of it. God, I pray yes. that there will yes. be people that will be so like the persistent mm-hmm. widow. They will yes. take hold of the kingdom of God that is Up advancing. And they will go alongside because, Lord, it's happening with with, that, mm-hmm. with or without us. And I want those that are listening and and Robert and I to be a part of this yes. thing. We want to be with you because we, you, we know you're already doing it. Just take us along. We want to partner and agree with you in faith to see it happen all through the earth, Lord God. Thank you so much for this podcast. I ask in Jesus' name there would be blessings on this uh, podcast, God, and your power will be known in the nations in Jesus' name. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 We agree. We agree. Let it be. Good. Let it be, man. (laughs) Thanks, Robert. That was fun. good. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you were encouraged. If you would like more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. You know, the podcast is only one-fourth of all the cool stuff we've got going on. Uh, We have a seven-day devotional called Become a Sign and a Wonder. It's a video devotional that I send directly to your phone through Facebook Messenger. Uh, You can find out information about that at thekindlingfire.com slash wonder. Uh, Also, guests that come on the show are blogging every single week that I get to deliver directly to your inbox or through Facebook Messenger. Go to the website. You can find more information there and the blog. And the last thing we have is for entrepreneurs or anybody else that is starting something. uh, It's called the 30-Day Firestarter Challenge. Uh, There you can... You'll get 30-second videos for 30 days of inspirational quotes and scriptures that will really help get your fire started as you are trying to create and start something um, in your life. Thank you so much, and be awesome.